1: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website
2: for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, here's a good rule of thumb when it comes to the paranormal. Don't taunt a ghost. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Share those Real Ghost Stories with us. You can call them in at 855-853-4802. Write in if you want to do that, realghoststoriesonline.com. You could also become a premium subscriber. You'll get advanced episodes, access to the archive, all commercial free. Sign up through Apple Podcasts, try it for three days free. Sign up through patreon.com slash Stories or at ghostpodcast.com. Dot com. I'm Carol Hughes and my sister Kathy Gordon's here today. How's everything? Well, it's really good. It's better than it is
3: in what I believe is called Omah, Ireland, today. Oh, well, that was random. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it's not. And it's What's all going over on the news. Omaha, Apparently Ireland. you are not reading the news. But this little town north, I believe it's north of Dublin, has been having this strange low frequency hum which they cannot find the source of the hum. It's keeping people awake at night. It's just really bothering them. Uh, and they said that this is a phenomenon that happens in different places. That It's happened all over the world. I that have this heard of this range, before. Low frequency hum happens. They can't find it. And then it kind of goes away.
2: So what's the frequency? But it's happening Kenneth?
3: in Ireland right now. I'm going aliens. You, everyone else, you think what you want, but I'm I'm going out there and saying it's some sort of weird alien frequency.
2: I'm going with meteorological, a weather related. I don't know. Sounds like good as thing as any, doesn't it? I have no idea.
3: It just seems like know. it could they, be atmospheric. They, they,
2: they cannot find a source for it, but it seems like maybe it could be atmospheric somehow. Because we don't, I don't know. I've I've never studied that stuff, Kathy. I don't know, but I, 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 nobody else can figure it out. Then nobody else can could figure it be it out. coming? That's why I it, think
3: aliens makes a much more logical. Um, but what
2: if it's coming conclusion. from way down in the Earth's inner? What is core? Like, what if it's okay. something that goes down, down, down? That down? would
3: seem more geological than meteorological, but.
2: No, that's it. No, it is geological. That's another idea. <laughs> okay. That it could be that. Well,
3: it could be. I don't know. But anyway, I found it to be a very fascinating story in the news this week. And uh people there are saying, Yeah, it's just driving me nuts. And is it's that worse kinda, at night.
2: Is that kinda like what happened in Cuba where in the the like headquarters of some. You remember there were well, some government our, officials. Our embassy, yeah, there, it was the and embassy. All of those
3: people got horribly sick, and still today they brought them home, and a lot of those people have mm-hmm. neurological problems, and it it didn't just go away. No, those people
2: still have problems, and they still have never figured that out. No. Oh my god! So how I wonder how big of area this is? Is it just the city? Is it? Well, it,
3: it's just the people in the town complaining about it. But I don't know how far out it goes into the country. If any of the farm people around are complaining, it just it just talked about the town.
2: My God, I would hate that. I know. Although, right? or would I even notice? I have constant ringing in my ears. Anyway, so maybe I wouldn't I hear
3: it. This is super low frequency. They said
2: mine's kind of a higher frequency in mm-hmm. my ears. So anyway, I thought that
3: was interesting thing this week.
2: Well, here's a ghost story. I don't know if it's meteorological, if it's geological, (laughs) or if it has anything to do with aliens, but I think it's just ghosts. It says, I have had multiple unexplained events throughout my life. As a little girl, I had recurring nightmares and night terrors. At age five, I was awakened from my sleep by a tap on my shoulder and a voice whispering my name in my ear. I would often wake up in the dead of night convinced that someone was standing at the foot of my bed. I would think it was my brother and speak to him and then realize there was no one there. Even worse than that was when I woke up convinced that big black snakes were in my (laughs) bed. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Kathy. It was like I could see them even though my room was in total darkness. I jumped out of bed pulled all the covers back before realizing there was nothing there i couldn't have seen anything even if it had been there as my room was totally dark we lived in an old house in a very rural area there were no street lights outside or night lights in my room and in the and when you're out in the country like that it can get really really dark
3: it can get really dark yeah
2: i would leave the hall light on when i went to bed only to awaken later to find that it was turned off Everyone else in the house would deny turning it off. Reading this now, it sounds like I had a horrifying childhood, but usually I could write off all these experiences as dreams, and I fell asleep again quite easily after I knew there was nothing physically in my room. I never felt unsafe in my home, and it was a wonderful place for a kid to grow up. When I left home and moved away to go to college, I encountered the first thing that I could definitely say was paranormal and not just made up in my own sleepy brain. I lived on campus for just a half a semester before moving in with my boyfriend. We lived in two different we lived in two different apartments over the course of the next 2 years. The second place was a giant old farmhouse that sat right next to a lake. The owners had added on a newer addition at the back of the old building and that was where we lived. Our apartment had this part I don't like. I think this is creepy. Our apartment had access to the hall of the main building by going through a storage closet off of our living room. Hmm. So to get to the main building, you had to go through a storage closet? Hmm. says, so okay. I will say, I always got the creeps when I went in that closet and kept it locked up. Our main entry was a stairway on the outside of the building so we almost never used the door into the older part of the house. After a time, my boyfriend and I split up. I was heartbroken and had a really hard time for a while after that. I rented a room closer to campus for the rest of the semester, and when school was out, I ended up moving back to the same apartment building, but in a different apartment. I had a coworker who lived on the top floor of the old part of the house, and she was looking for someone to stay with her until the end of the summer. It was a little awkward, but I never really saw my ex while I lived there since he was usually at work or with his new girlfriend. Oh, no. Oh, one of those. Just move it oh, on. I'm so sorry. We were a couple of single college girls, so we had a pretty fun summer. Lots of friends came by, a few parties, nothing too crazy, crazy but we certainly weren't nuns either. My roommate and I had both commented on the odd feeling that we would have if we were home alone. Not really scary, but just a feeling that someone else was there. One day, as we were getting ready to go out, I walked into my room and she walked into hers. As she walked through her door, her keys fell off of her dresser. She let out a little scream. As I heard her scream, I saw something that made me scream too. On my floor, I had a large glass jar that I'd been putting quarters in. I worked as a waitress, so I had a lot of quarters. The jar was laid on its side, and the bottom of the jar was lying on the floor. It looked like it had been cut in a perfect circle. I didn't know it then, but this is exactly how a jar might break if exposed to an extreme temperature change. I learned this from a failed attempt to can jelly some years ago.
3: That is true. That can happen, where the bottom just pops off.
2: But even when it's just room temperature... It can't. It, I guess well, if it, if it yeah, has but a, maybe it
3: wasn't for some reason room temperature in there. Yeah.
2: But she just walked in, and the jar was on the side, and the bottom was off of it, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird because it doesn't say
3: that there was some sort of weird extreme temperature situation.
2: I had a large glass jar. I've been putting quarters in, and it was laid on its side. I don't know. Maybe you drop a quarter in just right, and it. But even if you would have broke it, I don't know. It's kind of interesting because it makes me wonder, was the jar sitting on the floor? Was it, where was it? Was it just like it had tipped over? So I don't know on that one. My Ruby and I both ran back out into the hall at the same time, and we didn't waste any time getting out of the house. It is really strange that those two things happened at the same time. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I agree.
2: We both tried to rationalize this and convinced ourselves that nothing crazy was going on. After some time had passed, I was hanging out in my room with a male friend. We were listening to music and chatting, sitting on the floor, since I really didn't have anything other than my mattress and a couple milk crates for furniture. Remember those good old days? Oh, I do. As we sat there, the volume of my radio started to raise. Neither of us was close enough to reach the volume knob. This was an old clock radio with the type of knob that you had to turn. No remotes or buttons that could have been pushed. I jumped up, turned the volume back down. We looked at each other and just tried to shrug it off when it happened again. This time, I just spoke out loud and calmly said, This isn't funny. You need to stop now. I don't know why I did that. I'd never thought of speaking to a ghost before. But in that moment, it just seemed like the right thing to do. And the strangest thing is that it stopped and it never happened again. A few days later, we had some people over. My roommate and I were talking about all the weird things we'd been experiencing in the apartment. One of her friends decided to start being belligerent. Those asshole college friends. Bad idea. Bad idea. We all had that friend. You remember? They'd be drinking, they'd start going crazy. It's like, Mm -hmm. don't you have someplace to go? So he started being belligerent. He was taunting the ghost saying rude things, just being an ass. As he was going on, the door between the living room and the hall slammed shut. Everyone in the room went completely silent. Could it have been the wind? Possibly. But the timing was what makes me think it wasn't. We lived in that apartment for less than three months. Honestly, I never felt that presence there meant us any harm. I wonder what might have happened if we stayed longer. As it is, I got a good ghost story and then moved on. Thanks for all you do; it certainly helps break up my day listening to all the stories while I'm at work. Keep up the good work, Corey. Um, it that is curious to me because so you've got this person in your that asshole friend that we all had in college mm-hmm. that would get drunk. It just reminds me of a few I had that would get drunk and start. Yeah you going off for no reason. So he's yep. taunting the ghost. And then that happens like that's mm-hmm. just makes me think it was to get the attention of him.
3: Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. The timing is just suspect there.
2: Cause it doesn't really sound like the place was like totally haunted. A few creepy things happened.
3: I would have jumped a mile when that door slammed.
2: <laughs> but it just makes me wonder if you're living in harmony with this spirit and like like when the radio's doing that thing and and Corey, I don't know, could be a girl, could be a guy. Um, but when Corey said, um just stop it, you know, or don't be doing that, whatever. And then Mm -hmm. it didn't happen again. You know, it was kind of a respectful thing. It was like, come on, don't be doing that.
3: Yeah. You know, I ran into that same situation the other day when I got locked out of the house. And I could not have locked myself out of the house because I tested before I shut the door to make sure it wasn't locked. And uh, then came back in, had to come around the back door, back into the house. And the door was not locked. And then I turned around and said, funny. That was really funny, guys. I'll bet you are all getting a really good laugh out of that. You know? And I felt like that wasn't so much taunting as just, I'm on to you. And I kind of felt like it was the same way with the radio thing. Okay, you've got to stop that.
2: And don't you think if you had some people over and you got that drunk asshole college friend who is being belligerent and then starts taunting the ghost and then that happens... I don't I'm just telling you, I don't think nothing breaks up a party any faster than that.
3: The, it breaks up a party and then who knows what you know, he probably had a little bad karma after that.
2: I don't know. I just think that it wasn't really a super haunted house. I definitely think there was some experiences that happened in that house. But mm-hmm. I wonder if they didn't have a lot of experiences because they were respectful. Yeah, that could be. You know, they knew how to mm-hmm. treat treat the spirits that were in the house or
3: the spirits weren't necessarily you know mean or vindictive or you know oh. anything
2: tell you push them
3: tell you push them and then we
2: can slam a good door well here know. is another story here we go okay hi
4: my name is Mariah i am from wisconsin um i have a story for you it's not i don't know if it's paranormal um but a nice one. I know you guys get a lot of scary things that go on, but this is kind of nice. So I thought it'd be a change of pace. Um, my best friend growing up, her and I, we were very close from preschool on through high school. So it was a good 14 years that we were very, very close. Um, when we got to be college age, I was in another city for college and we kind of drifted apart. Um, but we still kept in touch. Um, our parents had ended up becoming good friends, so we still um, considered each other friends. Um, my senior year of college, my fourth year of college, um, this best friend's dad unexpectedly passed away. He was in his early 50s. Um, he had some weird symptoms. Uh, he went to the doctor. They chalked it up to his diabetes. He ended up having... Um, Really advanced leukemia and was having a bunch of strokes. Um, he was in 48 hours and he passed away. It was a very, very sad time um, for my good friend and her family. Um, anyway, fast forward a couple months um, when I had moved home from college, I was back in the area where they lived and the mom was left at home by herself. And she had two big husky dogs. And I am a huge dog lover and did not have my own dog at the time. So I said I would come over every once in a while and help, you know, walk her dogs. um, Because she was having some knee pain and huskies have a lot of energy and they needed to be able to get out and stuff. Um, So one day after I would walked the dogs, we were just kind of talking. And she showed me um, a tattoo she had recently gotten. She loved tattoos, this mom. And she got a... Monarch butterfly tattoo. She's like, oh, you know, I like to say that, you know, whenever I see a monarch butterfly, that that's my late husband, and you know, it makes me feel better. Da 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 And I was like, oh, you know, that's really cool. That's really sweet. I love it. We finish our conversation, and I walk out the front door to leave, and not even kidding, I had one foot out the door, one foot in, and a monarch butterfly flew directly into my face and then up at the sky, um, which was really, really cool. I like to think that that was my friend's dad saying thank you for helping take care of his wife and take care of the family and that he, you know, noticed I was there. Um, So that's my story. I love your guys' podcast. Um, I listen to you guys as often as I can. Thanks for listening to my story. I think that's beautiful. I do, too. It's so beautiful. I really
2: do, too. And
4: even if it was
2: the time of year where there's a lot of monarch butterflies, because we have that here where you see a lot of them, just to walk out and immediately that happens, it does mm-hmm. make me think.
3: After, right after you talked about the new yes. tattoo.
2: Yes, of a monarch butterfly.
3: Yeah, I. but I love those. I love those stories where you know there's a hummingbird or a you know in this case the butterfly i just think there's something to it and i mean i guess maybe if there isn't it still makes you feel special and like there was but i feel like there's something to it when that kind of thing happens
2: agreed and there's so many stories like that mhm you know mm-hmm. these odd coincidences and that it could just be a coincidence but when you're when someone passed and the significance of the monarch butterfly that they just got done talking about mm-hmm. and then you walk out and that happens it just feels like more than a coincidence
3: i agree and you know i just think it's a just a beautiful little reminder of the beauty of of life you know and that our loved ones that have left us still still are part of the world. They're part of us. They're part of the universe, you know? They're still there with us.
2: Because really, I think, knowing me, you can speak for yourself, I would much rather have an experience like that than walk out of the house and see his apparition. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what? You know, so like, I'd rather have a visitation dream or find the penny or the monarch butterfly or see the cardinal. Well, and don't you think that that is sort
3: of probably why there are some of these things like the butterfly or the hummingbird in your case, because you'd it, it would be not a good situation for you to run into an apparition.
2: Oh my Whereas, God. Right. No, and no. so
3: I think a lot of people just couldn't handle that. And so it is better to have these more subtle sorts of signs for many people.
4: And there are people
3: out there that could handle it and, you know, yeah, you absolutely. Know. But but we were talking about this on a episode not too long ago where, you know, oftentimes the people that get the apparition or the message or the, you know, a, a more direct kind of contact are not the, like, it's not the wife. It's not the daughter or something. It's my, the daughter's friend or the wife's friend or the wife's, you know. Somebody who isn't maybe super right in the middle of the situation, The deceased trying to contact realizes it would be way too much to come directly to them. Oh, agreed. And so they do it maybe with somebody else that they can contact Mm -hmm. that's, you know, sensitive. Yeah. Somebody with a little bit more objectivity.
2: Yeah, and something like that, I think, like a butterfly showing up, I think... Most of us are open enough to that because it's mm-hmm. something flying up to you, or a hummingbird, or the penny on the ground, or the cardinal, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Every some people have it's feathers, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of this subtle, kind of beautiful moment mm-hmm. that doesn't or like scare a song you. come on the radio yeah. at the yeah. exact
3: right moment that you needed it. Um, so I, I think there's ways that can happen that they, but they. They just know it would be too much for us.
2: Agreed. Agreed. You know,
3: for most people that are close in the
2: situation. I just love those kind of stories. I find them Me so beautiful. Too. Well, if you have a real ghost story or a heartwarming story like that one, sad yet heartwarming, we'd love to hear it. Call in anytime. It's 855-853-4802. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You can be a premium subscriber... You get advanced episodes, access to the Archive, no commercials. Sign up through Apple Podcasts, try it for three days free. Sign up through patreon.com slash Stories or at ghostpodcast.com. For all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thank you for listening.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
4: It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.